I don't think that Murray's hiding. I think he ran away. Jake, I know you're mad at him, but he's still your best friend. Mom, we were best friends. Now we're enemies. Frenemies. Precisely. Hello and welcome to another episode of That's So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. My guest this episode, it's been a while. What was the last one? The bubble one? The bubble one. Were they pop? Oh, spontaneous, yes. Yeah. You're like, you must be like my YA uh go to it's rainy oh it's rainy walker because our first one was mermaids uh mermaids are real yeah. an insane film and then spontaneous <laughs> uh, an insane film in a, like in a good way yes and this episode is frenemies a disney original <laughs> film from 2012 not insane I feel like I have so little to say about this movie. <laughs> what made you choose this one? I didn't. I don't choose. Remember, <laughs> it's, it's oh, chosen yeah, at random. It. Yeah, I didn't oh, choose. Wow. Believe me, I wouldn't have because I don't have much to say about it. What do you mean? It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, first off, you've got Baby Zendaya. Yes. And Baby Bella Thorne. Yes. So this is eleven. It'll be. Because this came out in January, so this is like, it'll be twelve years old, basically. Wow. So yeah, it's when they were gone on what fourteen or something like that. Probably, <laughs> I was twelve. They were big time Disney Channel kids. A lot of Disney Channel kids have gone on to varying degrees of success or not. Success. <laughs> yeah, give or take. But like Zendaya and Bella Thorne were like the duo. Because what was the show they, they were, were on? They were on a show. Shake it up. Shake it up. Okay. Yeah. So this is they're awesome dancers. Like right for that, I think. And then since then, I mean, Zendaya has gone on to be like a legit kind of movie star who I think in the next ten years will probably at least be nominated, if not win an Oscar. Oh yeah. That's my guess. Sure. Whereas Bella Thorne has uh <laughs> joined OnlyFans and ruined it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean she, she, so she had a little bit of a uh music career kinda and then a bit of I just saw her not too long ago in a American Horror Stories episode and she was fine. Oh. But she's no Zendaya, that's for sure. <laughs> Title of her career. She's no Zendaya. Yeah, she's no Zendaya. I don't know. She's fine. But yeah, she, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of the biggest thing she's done <laughs> in the last few years was, I believe it was during COVID lockdown, she decided to join OnlyFans and she made like 2 million bucks on OnlyFans, but it was controversial because she, A, did zero nudity, which all the people paying for her OnlyFans were probably expecting. Wow. And B made so much money so quickly that OnlyFans changed the rules so that you can only make so much money on OnlyFans and kind of fucked over a bunch of people who actually like, you know, aren't wow. celebrities and aren't already rich and could use that money and like she didn't need right. she didn't need to be on OnlyFans. Yeah. She has plenty of money. And then also decided to like direct porn. She directed a porn, like a legit porno film. 
She direct she yeah. directed. She wasn't in it, but she just decided woke up one morning and said, <laughs> <laughs> I choose violence or whatever. Like today I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna direct a porn. And she did. She's like, I'm gonna make history. Which look, I mean, that's fine too. But I'm just comparing and contrasting, you know. <laughs> uh, the I'm assuming probably Emmy winning Zendaya. She must have won an Emmy for Euphoria by now, right? Um I don't I'm not sure. I would have to think so. Or at least was not. I know she's a model, so that's pretty cool. Well, and she's in the MCU and she's mm-hmm. I wonder if Tom Holland has seen this movie. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Probably. I see Zendaya make fun of Tom Holland's like past stuff. Well, I could see, you know, it's long nights on a set. You're in your trailer after hours. Your, <laughs> your girlfriend's far away filming another thing. Oh, I miss her. I'm going to watch. What haven't I seen? <laughs> oh, here she was when she was 14. I'll watch this. That's not weird. That's not weird. No, it's not. It's not weird. They're very, very cute, and I wish them the best. I know they're so adorable. Anyway, frenemies. Uh, according to the credits, <laughs> the beginning based on a novel. Yeah, blew me away. What novel is this based on? <laughs> frenemies. Because I enemies. feel like it would be based on three different novels because it's three different stories. One of yeah. one of which is just Prince and the Popper. Sure. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. So I don't know about this novel, but. Uh, it's directed by a lady named Daisy Von Schulermeyer, who directed the Madeline movie oh. and has done since this has don't worry about her. She's fine. She's gone on to direct lots of prestige TV, like name of prestige TV shows. She's directed it like she's done Mad Men and Walking Dead. And oh, wow. Like She's directed tons and tons of like big time TV. So she's fine. <laughs> she's fine. Don't worry. Frenemies is based on this. Don't worry about her. <laughs> And then it's written by a guy named James Craig, I think, if I can read my handwriting, who now he's a big like DC animation guy. Like he's worked on every one of the DC animated movies, those straight to video, Batman, Superman, all those. He's worked oh, on like okay. every one of them. So wow. good for him. Everybody came out of this pretty okay. <laughs> but Zendaya yeah. the most. Yes. And this is Zendaya even like before she was charming. Yeah, like shake it up. I, well, I never seen Shake It Up, but I did out of curiosity when I finished watching this. Watch Zapped, which was like oh, her, which oh, is her, but that's her no. solo. No Bella Thorne, it's just her, and she's already light years more charming in that than she is in this. But I'll get, yeah. she's, I mean, she's fourteen years old. What do you want? <laughs> right. Guess we can go through it. I have some notes. There's just not. There's just no, there's nothing in like the other ones we've done have such crazy shit in them when you're like where you're like well, I have to talk about how that girl made that guy explode into water and killed that guy on a beach or yeah. spontaneous is all about people exploding and nothing happens in this that's exciting in any way whatsoever and look also I understand I am not the target audience for this film this is for tw- what do you mean tweens twelve years ago. So you were the target audience for this. Yes, I'll say I'm exactly <laughs> the target here. audience. I think I remember it on Disney Channel. The walking dog, like with the roller roller backpack, was really like, I think I remember that being a commercial on Disney Channel. Yeah, probably. But yeah, Haley, or no, Zendaya and Bella Thorne play Hallie and Avalon. They run Geekly Chic, a supposedly super popular... I'm confused about this because <laughs> on one hand, 
it's such a big deal that like a big wig publishing company in New York City wants them to come and run a magazine for them. But when they're looking at like, oh, here's where our viewers are. Look at the red dots. It's literally four. It's four people, <laughs> including her mom. Yeah. So how yeah. did they get yeah. even get on the radar of this publishing company? I can't imagine. I think they sent out a mass text. <laughs> but I mean, even then, that's that's still a little fast. Yeah. Well, but it doesn't, I mean, the movie doesn't under, either doesn't understand how things work or just assumes children don't understand how things work because at the end when they're like, look at the map now, red dots everywhere, it's still like, it's 27 dots, like at most. It's still, <laughs> so you're still not, more people listen to this show than look at Geekly Chic and um, nobody listens to this show. So. <laughs> Jeez. I think it's great. No, I do. I do all right. Nothing major though. Yeah, but they're kind of the. F- you would think from looking at all of the artwork that like, oh, this is the Zendaya and Bella Thorne show, and they have like the middle chunk and then cameos in the f- beginning and the end, but it's not yeah. really their movie. Like they're just part of it. Yeah. They're like the framing device of like, oh, this happened to us and it happened to other people too. Your best friend becomes your enemy. Frenemies, right? <laughs> of course, word they did not invent, but yeah. Well, we'll spend the first chunk with a fellow named Jake, who's played by Nick Robinson. Love Simon himself. Yes. That's where I remember him from. This is his debut. And his best friend is a dog named Murray, who farts in his face to wake him up every morning. That's, see, right off the bat, (laughs) that's when I knew, like, oh, here we, okay, I'm in for it now. (laughs) It's like, this is is the level we're starting at, a dog farting in someone's face. (laughs) It can't get any more better than that. And this kid... Again, uh, the, uh, a movie that doesn't understand how things work. Uh, this kid has won, and uh, he's waiting patiently or impatiently for the mail to come because he's expecting an award from NASA that he has won for molecular physics. An award from NASA to this 14-year-old boy who is... No, you wouldn't even still be in high school. They would come and pluck you out and take you to NASA and say, <laughs> show us what you did. Like, <laughs> I mean, it seems legit to me. What seems so fake? He's, well, he's a junior mole- genius in molecular physics, but all he does for his school project is make like a windmill. A windmill. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Again, this is for children. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> go easy on it, but I've watched children's films on here because we did the mermaid one. I've done Nickelodeon. Uh, my sister's a werewolf or something. It was called something like that. Oh, so I've right. done like these kinds of like kid and tween movies before and they've all been better than this so i'm trying i'm trying to be cool but (laughs) (laughs) really the mermaid one was better than this you think at least more interesting oh yeah i I wouldn't say better they're probably about the same quality wise but that one had crazy shit happen in it (laughs) (laughs) nobody drove cars yes the town (laughs) the town that had no cars (laughs) that's right the dog has learned to recycle the junk mail like when the mailman puts the mail to the slot, he'll go and he'll root out which is junk mail and which isn't and put it in the recycling. So he's a very smart dog in a movie dog kind of way. Good luck teaching right. your dog how to do this. That's all I'm saying. But the thing is, there were sales in there and there were coupons. So personally, as a broke person, <laughs> I don't know if I would consider that junk, but. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and Jake has a crush on a girl named Julianne. Who's this? I mean, it's the pretty blonde girl, preppy, you know, 
who's totally not using you, dude. Don't worry about it. Like, it's so <laughs> obvious. It's like, oh, I'm, we, we're working on this project together. Can you do all the work for me and I'll be your girlfriend? <laughs> Come on, man. It's fair. And she is, I don't remember the actress's name. I did not write it down, but she's in Insidious 3 and 4. That's kind of what she's done since then. Okay. And also did, strangely, the song at the end during the impromptu and improbable dance party that happens. She did the song. Really? You would think that would be a Zendaya or a Bella Thorne song, but it's not. It's this girl who plays <laughs> Julianne. So I found that interesting, too. Not well. Interesting is a big word. Right word? No. Interesting, maybe. We also meet Savannah, who has a crush on Jake. And he kind of doesn't. I mean, no, she exists, but, you know. She's like a tomboy. She's played by Mary Mauser, who's now on Cobra Kai, playing Danny LaRusso's kid. So everybody came out, everybody came out of this fine. Everybody's doing fine. Don't worry about anybody. <laughs> Unscathed. Which is more than you could say for a lot of <laughs> Disney Channel kids. Yeah. Looking at you, uh, what's his name? From Holes. <laughs> and Transformers. Oh. God, what's his name? Oh, right. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Became a big movie star, but maybe not a great human. I don't know. Great meme. We're all just trying to live out here. <laughs> so yeah, this Julianne girl is using Jake to do her science project and do all the work and comes to his house. Murray the dog and Julianne hate each other immediately. <laughs> I'm going to zip through this so fast because a lot of it is just nothing. Um <laughs> Give us nothing. Well, Julianne puts a quote-unquote love letter. It's just a pink envelope with her handwriting. She sprayed a perfume on it. We never get to see what actually says. I don't know if love, love letter is probably a pretty strong. Because, again, they're 14. But <laughs> puts it in the door, and Murray, smelling her perfume on it, takes it and flushes, tries to flush it down the toilet. Their repair bill at this house, their plumbing bill, must be a nightmare. Because this dog is just always trying to flush things down the toilet. Like a bad toddler. Yeah, Helian Avalon... Zendaya and Bella Thorne have their little cameo where they try to fix Jake's fashion because he thinks he's cool. He's putting in like a fake earring and wearing a scarf and they, they stop yeah. him in the hall and fix him up. Hey, I thought the fake earring was a little tasteful, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, look, and I'm not a fashionable guy anyway, <laughs> but like looking at what because there's a scene later where Bella Thorne, there's like a goth girl who looks yeah. like she just walked out of Hot Topic but it's totally my speed. <laughs> right. And Bella Thorne is like, no, no, you need to fix that up. But meanwhile, she's dressed like, I, I don't know <laughs> what. She's got like a silver jacket with shoulder pads. Like she looks like Cap Captain Kangaroo went through a, <laughs> I don't know what. Like it's not good. Like her fashion's bizarre. So I don't know where she gets off telling anybody else how to dress. She's a fashion fashionista. And she's telling Zendaya not to wear the plaid skirt. Like she looks fine. Okay, to be fair, I did not like the hat. The skirt was no, fine, the hat, the but I did not good. like the hat. The hat's no good. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe, at, maybe in 2012, for that age group, she was super fashionable. But I'm looking at everything she's wearing in this movie going, no, you don't get to tell anybody how to You can barely dress yourself. You look like, I don't know what, a roadie for Alice Disney Cooper Channel. or something. Yeah, like. Disney Channel designers, they like to put on layers and like really flashy clothing. So the next time Julianne comes over, in theory, to work on this project that he's doing all the work on, they find that Murray has trashed Jake's room out of just, like, I don't know, for attention or throwing a fit just because he 
his best friend Jake is now giving all his attention to this girl and the dog is jealous. Which, look, Julianne, I was going to say, turns out to be bad news, but I mean, it's clearly bad news from the start and the dog knows it. <laughs> yeah. But in any other situation, you choose a woman over a dog. Like, don't be stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not enough of a dog. Like, dogs are fine, but I'm not enough of a dog person that they're ever going to dictate my love life to me. Like, no, man. Yeah, and I don't think a dog would do that anyways. Dogs dogs are smart, but I don't know if they're that smart. No, it's a, I mean, yeah, it's a movie dog who can separate junk mail and sabotage movie your relationship <laughs> and ride a skateboard. <laughs> so you probably don't have to worry about it anyway. But well, it's like there's that commercial for I don't remember what brand of dog food it is, some natural dog food. And the commercial is this guy has brought this girl home on a date and she looks in the fridge and she's like, you keep dog food in the fridge. And he's like, yeah, it's for my dog. She's like, that's weird, right? And he's like, get out. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Kicks this girl, he yeah. kicks this perfectly beautiful lady out of his apartment on their first date because she thinks it's weird that you keep dog food in the fridge. I think it's weird too. Yeah, most people would, and you can't just be like, "Oh yeah, maybe it is a little weird," but I'm not going to kick a person out because of it. Just yeah, people putting dogs above other people weird. Anyway, <laughs> Julianne here says, "Send that dog to the send him to the pound before I pound him." Girl, what do you mean? <laughs> You're going to box this dog? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to punch that dog in his stupid fucking face. <laughs> Absolutely go ham on that dog if you don't. I should probably put a warning at the beginning of this that despite this being a, a episode about a Disney Channel original movie that this is probably not for children. Children like under the age of 10? I mean, just children shouldn't listen to this. Not that they would, but I don't know. Oh. I have a dirty mouth. Don't take advice from this movie. <laughs> Oh, this episode oh, of your shit, podcast. I thought you meant the movie. No, no, no. The uh, the podcast is for grown-ups. The oh, movie is not. Yes, not for children. Yeah, so in her efforts to get this dog out... Of, but the dog is not in any way hindering her scheme to use Jake. Like, Jake has clearly, <laughs> yeah. Jake has clearly picked her. The dog is no threat to her. But yet she goes through this elaborate, like, all right, I'm going to take, I'm going to steal his NASA award off the wall that he's so happy about. I'm going to spray my perfume on it because I know that the dog doesn't like it. I'm going to slip through the door and then the dog's going to take his NASA award and flush it down the toilet, which is what happens. Like, right. it's a perfectly executed plan. But it seems unnecessary because he already chose you over the dog. Like, you don't need, just ignore this dog. The dog is no threat to you at all. <laughs> right. She really hates dogs. She certainly hates this one. She wants to punch it. I'm going to pound it, she says. Pound it. So Jake yells at Murray and says he hates them. So now they're frenemies. Get it? And his mom even I drops do. the titular, like the line. Like, but I mean, this, I know teenagers are dramatic, but this 14 year old boy <laughs> standing in his kitchen talking to his mom because Murray has run away because he got yelled at. And he's like, he was my best friend. And now we're enemies. Like, you just referred to a dog as your enemy, <laughs> sir. I know you're 14 dog. and everything is really heightened for you. Right. But I'm a grown ass man who's done some living. And I, there's not, there's no one on, there's not a living thing on the planet I would refer to as my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> not a dog that flushed your nostril. Yeah. So Murray runs away and is found by Savannah, who, this I don't get, takes Murray home. 
<laughs> yeah. Just, I guess you're just going to come stay with me now. No, you know where Jake lives. You have a crush <laughs> on him. This is the perfect window of opportunity for you to go see the boy you like. Hey, Jake, I found, yeah. your, I found Murray, your dog. I brought him home to you. Give me a smooch and a hug. Something. You know? True. But she just... Counterpoint. <laughs> she just takes the dog home. Like, I guess he'll just come hang out with me for a while. Your closest thing to Jake I'll get. No. Oh, my God. Because she's sitting yeah. there with the dog looking at the yearbook. Like, oh, looking yeah. Looking at pictures of Jake. Like, oh, he's so dreamy. Like, <laughs> just take the dog to his house. You can see him in person. So real for that, though. Because there ain't no way I'm going to go to your house. There ain't no way. Yeah. Well, I mean, she could have called him because he probably has a tag. But, like, I don't know. Or the next day at school, tell him, oh, hey, I have your dog. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So weird what she did. (laughs) She basically steals this dog. (laughs) (laughs) Drew a picture of him, a mugshot and everything. She drew a lifelike, photorealistic (laughs) portrait of this dog. I guess she did tell him, and then she sticks it to his note saying, I have Murray. But it looks like a tap him on the shoulder. Looks like a really well done like ransom note, because <laughs> like, she drew this beautiful, insanely well done for a fourteen year old girl picture of Murray. But then just wrote, "I have your dog." <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're supposed to know. Meet me at the park with fifty thousand dollars. Don't call the cops. <laughs> Come alone. And but then Savannah also learns that savannah or not savannah uh julianne has a bunch of quote-unquote boyfriends who are all helping her do all nerds that she's clearly using to do her homework for her and write her reports for her and stuff it's not just jake there's like three other guys she's just girl bossing (laughs) i guess well look i mean that's not cool but also boys you should know better right i mean nick robbins is a good looking kid but it's i mean if a girl's out of your league She's up to something. You know what I mean? If she hasn't talked to you the whole school year and suddenly randomly, hey, yeah. <laughs> you're pretty cute. Oh, let's date. Like literally immediately the first day you guys meet, like talk officially. Yeah, because it's been two days and he's already referring to her as his girlfriend, buddy. <laughs> we they didn't show that conversation if it happened because I think you're being a little presumptuous. You're smart, but for this instance, you're not that smart. No. Thinking with the wrong head, my dude. You gotta think with your NASA head. <laughs> NASA your brain. molecular physics brain. Did you see that his award, her certificate, wasn't even first place? It was second place? <laughs> that is, that's <laughs> sad. No, I did not notice that. Wasn't even first place? I'm like, oh, wow, they're trying to be realistic, realistic. Okay, well, I mean, I guess that's a little better. Like, first place went to, like, a 42-year-old mathematician in somewhere, like, who's put his <laughs> life's work into science. Second place went to the 14-year-old kid in New Jersey. Yeah. It's a little better, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so Jake has kind of figured out for himself that, like, oh, she must be just using me, and now I miss I miss my best friend. I yelled at him because of her, and he ran away. So it's it's over. Next time I see her, you know. It's on sight. <laughs> on God. So they go in the classroom. Savannah comes in with the two of their boyfriends. Julianne is busted. The jig is up. Jake tells her off and is like, I don't even care. I don't need, I have plenty of A's. I don't need one. Just take the project. Like, we're done, which is fine with her because that's all she wanted from him was this project anyway. But then Murray just right. runs into the school 
<laughs> how did he get in no one has stopped it no one's like stop that dog just runs directly okay. into the classroom knocks her over breaks the uh windmill project and then pees on it for just just for spite <laughs> for shits and like, giggles for good measure yeah yeah like you're not even gonna want to fix it now because i pissed <laughs> off you're not wanting to touch this <laughs> so the best the, the frenemies are just friends again so it's fine and that's the end of the first story we will see jake again and we'll definitely see Savannah again. But for now, we're on to... And it's weird that they put the Zendaya and Bella Thorne bit in the middle and not save it for the end. You would think they're the stars. That's what I was thinking. Right? You would think their story yeah. would be last. Or first. Right. But not in the middle. That's weird. Yeah. But their story is second. Yeah. They're the two girls. They're running Geekly Chic. They're trying to sell it to this big publishing company. And... We have Chekhov's GPS, where I really felt like, because Haley's brother is like in love with the girl's voice on the GPS that reads the directions to him. He doesn't need it, but he just has it on because he likes the girl's voice. And it seems yes. like for a long time, I'm like, oh, that's just never going to come back, is it? It means nothing. But of course, of course, it comes <laughs> back, kind of. Like, I guess they're that good at writing that they pay off things like that. Hallie and... Avalon have a run-in with Walker, who's this preppy asshole in their class, who's the editor of the school newspaper, who won't... Oh, they wanted to put ads for their web web magazine in the school newspaper, and he's like, no, we're, we're too good for that. A school newspaper. Right. Okay. But he's a real <laughs> jerk. But he also has the hots for Avalon, but he's just keeping it to himself. Right. Or whatever. Real junior high shit. That is hard for me to identify with. <laughs> Cherie St. Clair is the publisher in New York. Calls Hallie's phone. They think it's just their brother pranking him, but they see him out the window, so they know it's not a prank. It's actually her. She wants to set up a meeting with them in the city to talk about Geekly Chic, and they're super excited, obviously. They go to the meeting, and the Cherie St. Clair lady is a real um, what's the word just a very stereotypical is not even the right word but like what uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say what what a Disney original movie screenwriter thinks a big publisher acts I don't know she's just like very like rude and self-centered and I don't know like the Disney Channel version of Meryl Streep in The Devil Wears Prada yeah um, so they go to this meeting and the Sri Sinclair lady is like, oh, but I only want one of you. I thought I was, I didn't know you were a duo. I only, I'm only hiring one of you. So go off. Whoever writes the best cover story for the first issue of the magazine I want to buy from you will get the job. So now our besties are going to be frenemies because now they're putting competition with each other. And then there's this whole long bit about they need. So Hallie comes up with the idea of. There's this singer from France named Jean-Franc who's coming to America for the first time to perform. He's like about to blow up big. We should go be like the first people to interview him and that'll put us on the map. So now they're both competing to go, but they can't get to his... They can't go interview him without having tickets to his concert, which is sold out. Why would it be sold out if he hasn't blown up here yet? That is true. I mean, I guess that's possible, but I don't understand why you can't, like, why wouldn't you go through channels to be like, 
hey, we're this magazine or we're this web, you know, website or whatever. We would like to interview you and set it up as a separate, not just we have to get into his concert where we will then ambush him with a interview. But he knows the interview is happening. Why why do they have to have tickets to his concert? If he knows their interviewers are coming to interview him, they shouldn't need concert tickets. True, they should just get like (laughs) a pass. Get to like go interview him backstage. That part doesn't make sense. No, that's too easy. We gotta we gotta fill ninety minutes. So what can we do? (laughs) For real, that first story, and then once we get to the second story, I saw we had an hour left. I was like, "You're joking!" I'm like, "You're joking!" Ninety minutes feels real long. (laughs) I get eternity. So yeah, there's the whole thing where eh, they're so they're competing with each other to get tickets to this concert so they can be the first one to go interview him because they both have the same idea. Avalon winds up getting concert tickets because Walker has a crush on her and Walker has some connection. His <laughs> really long elaborate. Yeah, it's connection. a whole long. It would kind of be a funny joke if it were slightly better written, but it's like his oh my cousin's Rame? dermatologist does the hair for the garbage man that helps John Frank was like this long connect the dots of how his connections are, but it's good enough to get tickets for a ticket for Avalon. But then Hallie steals it away by calling. And they also, she just gets to just call Jean Frank on the phone. Why don't you just interview him over the phone? <laughs> you have the man on the phone and she calls, she calls Jean Frank puts on a fake, fake uh, French accent and is like, Oh, that girl Avalon's coming to interview you. I'm going to come do a pre-interview before that. My name's Hallie. Have a ticket waiting for me. Like, give her ticket to me, which is what he does. But why even go there? You have the man on the phone. (laughs) Set the interview up right now. Interview him over the phone. You don't need to be there in person. This website is doomed to fail. You don't know what you're doing. (laughs) What do you mean? They're just 14-year-old entrepreneurs. I mean, they are. Yeah, they are 14-year-old girls. But (laughs) get it together. Goddamn. And I know, again, I'm asking you for logic in a silly little Disney Channel tween movie from 12 years ago. But I have to watch it and think of things to say. So these are the things I thought of. <laughs> Disney Channel is a big underlined part there. Logic and Disney Channel is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. So Avalon finds out Hallie has swiped her ticket out from under her in, I, I guess, an underhanded fashion, but not really. She just had the smarts to call this man on the phone because apparently <laughs> they just had his phone number. <laughs> How'd you get that? I don't know. So she sneaks into Hallie's brother's car and changes the GPS language, language to Urdu so that when Hallie goes to get a ride from her brother to go interview Jean-Franc, they can't understand the directions, so she winds up being there late. Very convoluted ways to make simple things happen. You but, could just take away the GPS, but but the GPS came back. Is my <laughs> like they brought it up earlier? You thought this will never be important, but it was. Of course, it was. It's a plot. So now they're both in the room together with Jean Frank, but they both, in different ways, suck at interviewing. Right. Like Avalon's good at speaking to people, but can't come up with questions to save her life. Like her questions are all stupid. Like, <laughs> do you buy your jeans pre-ripped? Like <laughs> dumb shit like that. Because she's only interested in the fashion side of things, not the human side of things. Whereas Hallie is the opposite. She has very good questions, but she gets super nervous and super, you know, and can't talk to this man. She's just a stuttering mess. Which is why they make a good team. That's what the, the lesson they need to learn, everybody. 
But what they learn first is that Jean Frank isn't even French. He was an American <laughs> singer who was having no success in America. So he just went to France and started over there pretending to be French. I think the French people would catch on pretty quickly to a guy who's bullshitting a French. Like he doesn't actually speak French. He just puts on a fake French accent. Well, didn't he yell at the <laughs> maid like a couple times in French? I well, okay, my but I don't he finds some know some French words, but I don't feel like he's fluent enough. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know that he could fool a French. <laughs> Anyway, the whole country. But so he's went. He, he's cultivated this persona there. John Frank is is the real name. It's like Frankowitz or something. <laughs> yeah. So the plan was, I'll get a name. Uh, you know, I'll build a name of over there, and then I'm like the mysterious French guy. And then when I come back to America, everybody will be like all about it, which was seemingly working out for him. But just talking to these girls has convinced him that like, no fuck all that. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just be me. Frankowitz, and I'm going to go out there with my. <laughs> acoustic guitar and play the kind of music i want to play much to the disappointment i'm sure of the people who bought tickets to see the french guy with electric guitar oh it's just another american who also just every time we see him like we'll cut to him like yeah talking to the maid or when they call him on the phone he's just standing around his apartment or (laughs) backstage playing guitar to himself like just shredding like just like off this little world not like a sound check. He's just like, "This is me. I play guitar." Did you know I play guitar? He has, a, he has a guitar that is autographed by himself. <laughs> did you notice that? I did. I'm like, why? What for? Unless, he, unless maybe he's planning to give it away at the end right. of the show. Like someone in the crowd, take my guitar. But and he drew an Eiffel Tower. That's pretty good. He did draw an Eiffel Tower on it. Yes. So yeah, they have learned their lesson that they're better as the team. They go back to Cherie St. Clair. Here's our story about Jean-Frank and the exposing the truth about him, which he's fine with. And she's like, well, this story is great, but I told you I'm only taking one of you and you were supposed to each write me one. So I'm not picking either one of you. And they're like, well, we're not breaking up the team, so we're just going to leave and do it ourselves. And you expect that she's going to then have a change of heart and be like, oh, the power of friendship has won me over. Come back. But she's like... Great, peace out. <laughs> That's <a good> <laughs> we don't validate parking. Get out of my office. Oh wait, you can't drive. Huh? Yeah, that was an all right. I thought it was funny. There's I like, actually laughed at that a, one. There's a couple. There's a couple. Like, there's a couple jokes in here that I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for what it is, I guess. Yeah, they're fine. But so they they just take they just carry on. They just continue doing what they were doing before, I guess. Well, I guess Walker helps them out. Walker again knows somebody who knows somebody <laughs> yeah. who knows somebody who's in publishing and gets them a deal. But then why didn't he just do that in the first place? If he's only doing this to impress Avalon because he likes her, why did he wait till they went through all this rigmarole? Why didn't he just say, oh, before you worry about all this other shit, like I could help you, I could hook you up right now. They needed to get through the power uh, of friendship. I guess he had to wait. Yeah. He had to wait till they were really desperate so that he could get a half-assed hug from Avalon. What do you mean? That was a pretty powerful hug. She got like a nice hug. She was just going to give him a nice handshake. Yeah, I don't. Well, that's probably the only hug he ever got. <laughs> And I don't mean from her. I mean from another oh human being. God. This fucking kid. No, he's like, I, I promise you that that kid has like, not the actor, the character has right. a, a young Republicans meeting every Thursday oh, night. For Fuck sure. that so, and that's the second part. And we're off of Zendaya and Avalon or uh, Bellathorn mostly again for a while. And yeah, the third part is just, it's, it's just Prince and a Popper. It's Savannah. Yeah. And then there's 
who lives with her like single dad and her like three or four like shitty little brothers who just descend on the food like locusts and eat everything so she never gets to eat. Right. And so she's tired of that and she runs into her identical twin, <laughs> this British girl named Emma, who goes to a different school and they do the old switcheroo. A classic. Which they don't figure out for themselves. It takes Zendaya and Bella Thorne cameoing in at the mall to say, like, you guys look exactly the same, duh. Why don't you switch? Because right. Emma wants a dog, and she, her parents won't let her have one. Her parents also don't know what tacos are, <laughs> which is, that's some bullshit. I know that you're, it's, okay, it's funny, you're rich, you know, out of touch old white guy, but you know what a fucking taco is. <laughs> don't taco. be stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> as jokes go, it's a stretch. Right. But, yeah, she's an only child. She can't have a dog. She lives in this big house with a butler, and she's taught, like, so they want to try each other's lives out. But I don't understand. Avalon seems to know them both. Right. Right? She's like, oh, because Zendaya is like, oh, look, there's Savannah. And she goes, no, no, that's not Savannah. That's Emma. That's the rich girl. She goes to a different school. That's Savannah over there. Oh, wow, they look exactly the same. Yeah, they do. Why are they just now finding out about this? <laughs> right. Wouldn't someone in town be like, do you know there's a girl who looks just fucking like you? <laughs> like, it's crazy. I thought I talked to you yesterday and it was not you. You guys got to meet. This shouldn't be the first time they're hearing right. about this. If Avalon knows about it, why did she never go? You guys got to meet. It's crazy how much you look exactly the or same. Or like show her a picture at least. Yeah. I took, well, on their little flip phones. I oh, don't know. true. This is like old. It would be a grainy ass. <laughs> you wouldn't even be able to tell. It'd be like on a Bigfoot photo. <laughs> in the woods just blurry as shit the elusive emma there is some actually pretty decent because usually when you do the split screen because you got the same actors doing stuff they do some cool crossing the line stuff like where they're sitting at the table and emma reaches across and wipes savannah's mouth with a napkin right. where they're actually like touching each other and interacting with you with each other yeah like camera trickery wise it's i've seen a lot worse it's pretty it's not bad but they, but here, these, they never become frenemies because they're not even, first off, they're not even friends. <laughs> they just yeah. met and today and decided to switch lives. They're not really, it's not like they're best friends. So when they become, and they barely become enemies, so they're not, I don't feel, I feel like they don't qualify to be in this movie. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> they were barely, barely friends. They're barely enemies. They're certainly not frenemies. They decide for a week, we're going to switch and just see, you know, how the other half lives. And the first day, it's going great. Emma loves being waited on hand and foot by a butler and having people open doors for her. And But then the parents are eating caviar or escargot, and she said, Bleh, which is the correct response. Yeah. And then, yeah, at first, Emma living Savannah's life is like, this is super cool. I can, have, I can play with Murray the dog, and I have brothers. That's awesome. But then the brothers are little shits, and she never gets to eat anything because they eat all the food. Yeah. So they very quickly, like after one day, they're like, no, nah, enough's enough. <laughs> it's no good. But Emma finds out that Savannah, because Emma's much more outgoing, already has a boyfriend named Lance, who's a real, another real shit. Right. And he, but she finds out that like, oh, you have a crush on Jake and you can't even like talk to him. I'll do that for you. I'll go on. I'll ask him out right now and we'll go on a date and I'll get you like set up so that when you come back, you're like good to go, which is, you know, will lead to problems, I would think. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> Well, when you come back and you don't remember anything you talked about on your first date, that's going to be an issue, I would think. But You would think, but for these for these people, it's foolproof plan. Or a Disney tween movie. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's a Disney Channel fun little thing. So Emma, posing as Savannah, goes out with Jake, who revealed, yeah, like, oh, I just had a crush on you, too. Like, 
you know, so that's going fine. But yeah, the way that they become enemies is so stupid because like Emma's here doing Emma has a boyfriend, right? She's here doing you a favor, getting you a boyfriend because you can't talk to him. And she sees them there talking and gets like so I don't jealous or whatever. She starts throwing stuff over right. at their table and like trying to ruin their date. Like she's she's helping you out. Leave her alone. And that's how they become enemies for all of five minutes before they're fine again. Right. So I guess they're frenemies now? Question mark? That's what I have in my notes. But it's Emma's birthday ball. I guess it wouldn't even be like, I guess they just do this every year. It's not like a sweet 16 or it's just every year they have a birthday ball for this entitled little weirdo. What do you mean? Every birthday you don't have a ball for yourself? I mean, I do. <laughs> but, you know, not everybody. Yeah, so... It's Emma's birthday ball. Savannah's there, prettied up in a dress. She usually doesn't wear dresses. And it, they just very quickly reveal to each other, like, she breaks up with Lance because Lance is an asshole. And you find out that Emma's wanted to break up with Lance for the longest time and just never had, the, like, the courage to do it, which doesn't seem like her. She had plenty of courage to do everything else, but whatever. Yeah. And like, oh, cool. You broke up with him. I always wanted to. I got you hooked up with Jake. Like, you always wanted to. So everything's cool now. We're friends again. And then a bunch of kids show up who were not invited. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, Avalon and uh, Hallie just show up with like a taco truck and a bunch of people from school who don't, don't, they don't go to Emma's school. They don't know Emma. Right. Nobody knew Emma, apparently. Who, like, so they just crashed this party. Yeah, like who sent the Addy for this place and where is the security system for these rich people? Well, the taco truck is what, you know what she wanted to try and now the parents get to try taco for the first time ever Bullshit. <laughs> there's just no way like how you never had a taco that's crazy unless they're super like they're so white that they're never like <laughs> come on you mexican food what are you talking you about? know they travel to foreign countries and partake in the sweets of that country well france apparently because they're eating escargot and shit <laughs> and they have an italian opera singer at the party yeah and then this breaks into a, like i said an improbable dance number where and when they look and these things happen in Disney movies people just break out in song and dance and know a very intricately choreographed choreographed dance that involves skateboards and all kinds of stuff yeah. that they seem very prepared for walking on chairs but it's just even as far as these things go this one is like very improbable <laughs> like it's just everyone everyone at the party knows this dance yeah and they're all doing it I know it's part of the thing. Like the Monster Mash. Wish it was the Monster Mash. That would be better. <laughs> and they even and that's... they even ask Emma and um, Savannah, oh, I thought you invited them. No, I didn't invite them. So they're aware, but they just don't care. Well, I mean, I guess that's the first time the party was fun when they showed up. Yeah. But yeah. Just, just invited a bunch of people <laughs> to skateboard around this rich people's house tracking up every floor which is actually kind of cool yeah that's kind of cool <laughs> you know what i take it back that's kind of cool <laughs> you should do that to all rich people's houses and that's frenemies it is what it is <laughs> definitely not i mean obviously not my cup of tea <clears throat> but just even just compared to other movies like this that i've had to do for the show i enjoyed in some way or another all of those more than right this, this one was just so meh yeah but I can't even imagine, I mean, maybe in 2012, but I can't even, I can't imagine showing this to a tween girl now and her being like, and her being like oh, that's funny and awesome. Like, that's I think she'd awesome. look at it and go, this is stupid. <laughs> like, you know, so I don't know in this day and age who this is for. Right. But 
I guess if you want to get, you know, if you want to get some, put your eyes on some Young Zendaya and Bella Thorne, I guess here's a way to do it. But there's a whole show that, again, I've never seen. Probably is also not good. Who knows? But they had, they had a whole show you could do that for. There's plenty of ways to see Zendaya where she's better. She's just real, in this, she's just real flat and not like, again, she's a 14 year old kid. I'm not. Yeah. But she has improved markedly. Like I said, even just to like a year or two later when she did Zapped and she's, you're looking at her and going, oh, this girl's going to be a movie star one day because she's super charming and like, you know, like you can just, you, there you can see it. Right. Like this girl's onto something and you don't get that here. No. She's just, just a Disney kid. Yeah. Like she's barely in the spotlight, I feel like. No, it was definitely a duo. Thing. anyway yeah not not my cup of tea but also not for me so <laughs> your mileage will vary not the worst thing i've certainly not the worst thing i've watched for this show but not you know even for this genre not one of the better ones yeah not so, not not great i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend <laughs> some of the other ones i would like my sister is a werewolf the nickelodeon one i would recommend that i found that shockingly entertaining and mermaids is entertaining or that mermaid is real is entertaining just by how fucking bonkers that movie right. is this one's just, eh, there's nothing going on. It's just dead on arrival. Yeah, it's not. I didn't expect it to be three parts of three separate stories. Yeah, and that makes it, it's, yeah, it's so it's super unfocused because even though in theory each one is about friends becoming enemies, like the last one barely is even that. Right. <laughs> and it's just, I don't, it doesn't, the theme running through it maybe doesn't justify these three very different. And none of them terribly engaging stories. Yeah. But again, it's for little girls. So whatever. That's the kind of stuff I get stuck watching <laughs> on this show. Speaking of, it is that time of the episode where I press the magic button to see what next episode's movie chosen completely at random from everything streaming will be. Pressing the magic button now. Next week's or next episode's movie is Double Cross from 2006. What is this? Looks like a Lifetime original movie. Okay, great. <laughs> Starring Nancy Butler. All right, I like Nancy Butler. I'm, I'm betting that there are a gazillion movies called Double Cross. Yeah. So when looking them up for people doing their homework for this, it's on Tubi. It's from 2006. Yeah, and it stars Nancy Butler and Bruce Boxleitner. So there's your clues to find the right one. Yeah, <laughs> let me look here. Yeah, there's like... There's not only like six or seven other movies called Double Cross. There's another Lifetime original movie <laughs> called Double Cross from like 2020. So make sure you're watching the right one. It's from 2006. Yeah, when you said Double Cross, I and thought the, like it could be a horror movie or like something with It's the most generic title possible. Yeah. Anyway, so that's next episode. I don't imagine that would be great, but... Maybe better. Probably better. I've done Lifetime original movies on the show before too, and they're still, you know... There's some entertainment to be had there most of the time, even if they're not great. Right. Where can people find you, my friend? On do you talk ticks? Do you gram instantly? Any of that sort of thing? Yeah. Uh, if you want to find me on Instagram, it's raining with raining with sardonics. Um, I post all like my concert going and whatever I'm doing lately, and then TikTok. I make a little bit of TikToks, but not too many. But it's rainy underscore fifty eight forty. And then for Twitter, it's just RainingWalker1. I barely post uh -huh. there, but... No one does. No one should. No one should. What was the last concert you went to? Last concert was Pink. Oh, there you yeah. go. That's all right. 
Yeah, and then this month, right? I Doja Cat and Pierce the Veil next month. Okay, not together. No, <laughs> actually, because <laughs> that's that would be a actually, weird bill. <laughs> and then Pink's gonna come in. And who opens for who? <laughs> yeah, Pink flies it on wires. Yeah, and picks them both in the up. middle of the Pierce the Veil yeah. show. Two separate. Yeah, okay. that makes more sense. <laughs> uh, I am. At Heath Lambert 78 on Twitter. The show is at that so random P2. The show is that so ran some form or other of that's a random, that's a random pod, or that's a random podcast on places like TikTok and Slasher. And I was gonna say Hive and Mastodon, but I haven't even logged into either one of those in months because they feel dead to me. Not on Spotify. Well, that's just my socials, yeah. And then the show, you can hear oh. it on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Oh, okay. And any place you find podcasts, it's probably there. So that's me. Any final thoughts or wisdom to impart? Um, If you guys were wondering, the singer, the French singer, was kind of hot. So, I mean... Okay. <laughs> you might have to look forward to that, besides Baby Zendaya and Bella Thorne. Well, yeah, and there's also one of the few adults in this film so you can't like this isn't a movie you can watch and be like it's not like you can't be thirsty about this movie right all 14 year olds that would be a little concerning so don't do that you latched on to the one grown adult in this no there was the single dad their parents and teachers yeah but yeah this you can't be watching this and talking about how hot everybody is (laughs) that's not good anyway (laughs) that went somewhere (laughs) uh that's it for this week Double Cross from 2006 on Tubi next week. I always say new week, even though it's like three weeks now. <laughs> next episode. Hey, next time. It used to be weekly, but then I said, you know what? Fuck it. That's taking up. I need hey, more time. So now it's like every three weeks. I don't get paid for this. It comes out and you take what you get. It's a hobby. You're lucky. Right. But I'm a, on behalf of Rainy and myself, have a good week. And see you next time. Bye.